Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week on Horror Movie Night, we're throwing on our VR gear and we're traveling into an alternative dimension. I fucked that word up and I'm going to keep on moving uh, because we're watching Charles Band Presents Lawnmower Man, also known as Arcade. We're also joined by my brother, Brian. Uh, but before we get into this, this is part of Listener Appreciation Month. Uh, you guys submit it some different uh requests to us and arcade was something that one of you guys sent to us um so this is the email that we received uh it said i thought you i thought i would throw this gem to you guys it was the first horror movie i ever saw as a kid and i thought you guys might want to give it a try it's 90s cheese to the nth degree Along with early CGI used in such classics as Reboot and Beast Wars, it also <laughs> stars a young Seth Green and a old Peter Billsley from the Christmas Story fame. I know it's bad, but it's a special kind of bad. Uh, and I don't remember actually who recommended this one to us, so I'm going to look that up later. But uh, I don't have that many notes, and when I talked to my brother about watching this, all he said was, this movie's infuriating. So... Yeah, I, I couldn't even take notes, to be honest. I was very <laughs> upset the entire film. What's wrong with you guys? Like, this movie is shit, but I had a good time watching um, it. I just, like, my friend's family, like, asked them to borrow money or, like, asked them to lie for them. My family asked me to watch a 1993 horror movie starring <laughs> Seth Green and to talk about it for an hour. <laughs> oh no no no! We're not going to talk about it for an hour. I think we get like twenty minutes tops out of this bitch. Just here's, here's you would rather that somebody borrowed money or stole something off you than watch Arcade. Is that what you said? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> now I was given the forewarning that Arcade sucked really bad. So uh, just for a special viewing enjoyment, I'm watching it right now for the first time. Um, I'm at minute four forty four forty nine. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I have a note from right around that time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me 
let me see if I can like sweep my way in there. All right, so the um, oh no, no, I guess I didn't put timestamps on this. But uh, are you at the part where um, the girl's getting called a bitch? Um, I don't know. It's just a bunch of autistic kids in a parking lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this was suggested to us by Tony Gardner, by the way. So Tony, thanks a ton. Thank you. Um, uh, I actually, I, I found this on YouTube and I was like, this sounds real weird. Like it doesn't sound right. Everything sounds 80 yard. So this is, this is how my notes started. Um, uh, I learned to believe in hell dot, dot, dot when mom sent me there. And I, my first note after that, I mean, that was just a quote. And then my commentary is, this movie's going to fucking suck. Um, <laughs> I mean, it did, it did suck, but um, it sucked a lot less when I uh, realized that they had, um, like, the, the copy on YouTube had ripped out all the music so that they didn't get dinged with copyright infringement or something. Um, and so it was like, did they ADR all this dialogue? Because I was actually, I got, I think it's 10 or 15 minutes in when they go to Dante's Inferno, the gaming club, which I mean, that just beats you over the head with how, how clever this group of, uh, writers and directors thought they really were. But they go to Dante's Inferno and Seth Green like bumps into this dude who's wearing a leather jacket with like, uh, metal spikes and shit on it. But then he's wearing like this weird 1970s disco scarf. And (laughs) Seth Green's like, um, this place rules. This guy's like, place has got fucking Galaga and shit or something like that. Um, And and, uh, they, I realized that they had 80 yard everything. And I'm like, man, this is like impossible to deal with. Maybe I need to actually rent the real copy of it. So I went to Amazon video and they had it for $2.99 in SD. And I was like, you know what? I think standard definition of this movie is sufficient because I can't imagine high def being any more than polishing a terribly giant turd. So I I paid the $2.99 and I watched it. And um, so yeah, there's music in the background in the version that I watched after that first try, but they still ADR'd everything, and it's it's awful. <laughs> uh, so there's a note that I have. Oh oh oh, he says this place has got space invaders, and space invaders is for retards. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, the 1990s were amazing. Uh, and this is the dire- another direct quote from this movie from Seth Green. So what are you saying? Are you saying I'm retarded? Is that what you're implying? That's what we have to deal with in this this uh, dialogue. Like, Seth Green, I love him to death. Dude, I would love it if you listen to this show, just not this episode, because you are awful in this movie. Like, I love Seth Green, but he wasn't even intentionally awful. I'm not talking, like, awful like he was in um, Airborne. Six. No, 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 no. I'm talking Airborne level. Like, he was bad in Airborne. Hockey Nintendo! But he's so much worse in this movie. And it had to have been, like, a year before Airborne, if that. Because Seth Green has the exact same shitty haircut in this movie. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like that Nerf gun commercial. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> this is the era where it reminds me that Seth Green is significantly older than I am, which really blows my mind because I always think of him and I as being like really close in age because of uh, Austin Powers coming out when I was in like high school and everybody calling me Scott Evil. Yeah, makes sense. And now I understand your Instagram name. Keep on down, my man. So I just got I just got to the part where he bumps into the guy that has the studded jacket, also fedora. Um, oh, I missed the fedora. Thank you. And um, a neckbeard. Do you think he's like, wow, this place is awesome because there's only one pedophile in this arcade. Usually, <laughs> usually the numbers are a lot higher, so these odds are pretty good. I feel like those numbers would have been astronomical in like 1990 or whenever this movie came out because like, where are pedophiles going to hang out? They're not going to hang out on the internet to find kids. They're going to be like kids like video games i bet that if i give them tokens to video games they'll let me touch them where they pee hey you guys want to play strip frogger what's up <laughs> listen i'm not a pedophile and i am totally down to play strip frogger um so i have a series of notes that i did share on the facebook page and they go like this what the fuck even is this movie? These are terrible special effects. The camera work isn't so great either. Neither is the plot. This is Terror Tunes level bad. No. Oh, come on, Matt. No, this is not anywhere near as bad as Terror Tunes because this movie takes itself super seriously, whereas Terror Tunes is like, ha ha, we know we're making a pile of shit. Let's like be as slapsticky as possible. Here's the thing. This movie actually makes Terror Tunes worse because this movie's from 1993, and Terror Tunes is from, like, 2006, and its special effects are not that different than this movie's. <laughs> maybe they were just like, let's get the effects designer from fucking Arcade, and say, hey, maybe he'll do it for free. Let's let's have him use all of his same equipment from 1993. Yeah, he used this up all his magic on Arcade, so that's why Terror Tunes opens with a guy standing in front of a bunch of garbage bags. this movie is like it's so short and it feels like such a long time that i dedicated to did we watch the same movie yeah i was about to say brian i'm with you man like this movie felt like eternity because when i got to like the 45 minute mark i just could not believe that this was still happening actually the part where they go to the one girl's house and like they and she is drooling and she's like they blah, blah, blah. um and then the the special effect in the christmas story kid's hand is, is like it's like a dna molecule or something um and she's like don't look at it that's like the 45 minute mark it feels like the hour and a half mark this movie is excruciating <laughs> i mean it's 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 really bad but Anybody that's listening would understand that my sliding scale of bad is not Brian's sliding scale of bad. <laughs> well, I want you to understand, and also, uh, I I wouldn't say that he did have me as a brother. So, like, <laughs> but yeah. I think you guys spoke over what I said, which is that this movie is short in length, but feels like forever. <laughs> like, so yeah. it's exactly I'm like gonna... having yeah. sex with Matt Kelly. <laughs> And you only need to do it once. <laughs> yeah, I don't need to watch Arcade again. Um, I, I wish we could just talk about the confrontation scene again, because that's the only part that I enjoy throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Wait, the, are, are you implying that I'm retarded? Is that the part? That, like, they use the, the word the retarded so much in this movie. 
the whole thing, the the fact that the owner slapped Seth Green for no reason, like a, like a mafia style, and then just the cut to the pretty spooky guy was probably my favorite thing. I wrote on that like twice. But the scene where that girl's like drooling on herself, my roommate came in and said, what are you watching? I said, I'm watching Arcade for my brother's podcast. He watched for 30 seconds and said, I would be so embarrassed to be in this movie. And the last <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, one of my notes is just like I'm pretty sure this isn't still on Seth Green's resume. <laughs> like, no, it's absolutely not, or else I would have known that he was in it. Because okay, this was the this is the the wizard behind the curtain for when we got that email in like February or March. Um, Matt, this is you, guys. We have to watch this movie, Adam. Um, okay, I guess we'll watch it. Me, this looks like absolute garbage. Why would you make us watch this? And Matt goes, it's got Seth Green in it. And I was like, I'm on board. <laughs> it's So here's the thing, guys. For Listener Pick Week, we created a thing that all of us could see where it was all the movies that people had emailed into us and then we could vote on the movies that we were willing to watch. Arcade's the only movie that got the trifecta vote. All three of us stepped up and said, yes, this one we are going to do. Because it's got well, everything that you would expect us to like. It's got Seth Green. It's got a stupid plot about, like, evil arcade machines. It's produced by Chucky B. Like, no <laughs> Also, you guys are talking about length. This is an hour and 22 minutes, and you fucking know Chucky B put 12 minutes of credit. <laughs> The uh, actually the the credit scroll on this is insanely long because um, let me get to my note there. There was actually a song at the end. Was that this movie? Oh no no no! The, the I'm sorry. The credit scroll of this movie and another movie. I believe it's it's two weeks from this movie's uh, drop date. They the, the the credit scroll is so long and slow because yeah they had to pad out the movie. Can we talk about because you know. Unfortunately, Adam's not going to get to this point by the time we're done this episode. Well, if you want to check in of where I'm at right now, there's a girl in her room playing VR wearing some goggles that make her look like the fucking Rocketeer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The ending of this movie feels like it's never going to end. Like, there's like... Yeah, no, 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 that's what I'm saying. At at the one hour mark, I'm like, this movie's not over? Where else can they go in this movie? Because, okay, Adam, here's a spoiler alert so you don't even have to bother anymore. So um, they go – so after the girl uh, is basically lobotomized and then turns to goo and dust um, uh, and there's a fog machine scene uh, there, the the kid from the the Christmas story and Megan Ward who is – I just want to actually talk about PCU because she's the girl from PCU. And freaked. And freaked. And freaked. Oh, okay, so no wonder Matt liked this movie. Um, <laughs> any excuse to talk about freaked for him, but any excuse for PCU for me. Um, I actually wanted her to like turn to um, uh, Christmas Story guy and be like, "Where's that cute prefrosh kid?" Uh, <laughs> but that never happens. So instead, they go to so so. For for people that don't want to put themselves through this horror um, of watching this film, the here's the plot line. Uh, Quasi Evil Company makes a a VR game that is powered by the brain cells of a dead kid, and they think that things are going to be fine because that that makes sense. And then and then it starts like 
taking the souls of the kids that are in that play the game, but it also takes their bodies, but they're naked. You notice that? Yeah. That like they leave their clothes behind. Um and, and and then it like if you die in the game, you die in real life. And there's a bunch of shitty CGI that looks like Doom um, or Fra- Wolfenstein 3D, actually. And then yeah. like the the kid from the the Christmas Story and Megan Ward go and they find the game designer, and he's like, "I've never even beaten this game." Blah blah. blah. He's Mr. Exposition. He's like the most absurd one I think we've ever seen in any of the horror movies we discussed. Uh, and then they they. They find out that it's this ki- the soul of this kid that was used for the, the, the mind behind the, the computer game. They go back into the game. Everybody but Megan Ward dies. Megan Ward dies, but then she's got an extra life, and she's like, forgot about my extra life. And then she like somehow throws that extra life or the heart of, of the game at the game. It shatters the game. She gets out. Everybody gets out. And they all have their clothes again, which is just magic to me. It would have been a lot funnier if they are all like, um... Can someone hand me a towel in Dante's Inferno? And then, and then they walk out, and it's a sea of flannel at the end there. <laughs> and then the girl goes, Megan Ward goes home, and the kid is somehow out of the game, and I, I guess he's bitch. calling her a bitch, and he's going to somehow get revenge on her. But it does, it just, it's so dumb. That really, actually, here's the best. This here, the best part of the movie is. When Seth Green has that altercation with the guy wearing a fedora and a leather jacket, the second best one is um, when it's everybody is standing outside of Dante's Inferno at the end, like, oh, we lived through it, we made it. And it's just everybody wearing flannel because it's just such a great capsule for 1993. Shitty VR, bad acting, uh, the kid from A Christmas Story just trying his best to reinvigorate like his character yes yes exactly he's all is he wearing a um uh uh turtleneck this whole movie because i think he is i just wanted to point he, that out he's actually wearing a turtleneck underneath flannel that nothing screams 1993 like that can we talk about the guy drowning with the key because that was probably the, the the most infuriating part of the movie when because then she has to go through it i don't uh. yeah he's just like help and just slowly sing it, that that scene just made me. I kind of knew that I was in the movie, like how much effort they put in when they named the game Arcade. <laughs> Adam, where are you at in the? Uh, let's let's do a movie check in. Uh, I don't know. She just told some kid to take his VR off, and he looks like a real like like his name's Winston or something. He's wearing a black. <laughs> he's wearing a black. Is that the kid neck. from the? Yes, that's the kid from the Christmas Story, man. Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, it is. Uh, Who is the one blonde-haired girl that was so unnecessarily mean to Megan Ward? That part bothered me too. When um, Jeff or whatever his name is disappeared out of the game, and she's like, "Hey, do you know where Jeff?" She's like, "No, not my problem." And then just left. <laughs> <laughs> just left. All right, I'm I'm gonna blow your guys' mind right now, though. Okay, so. Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino are sitting at Quentin's house just high as a motherfucker going through Quentin's old shitty movies and uh, Robert turns over and he goes you know, I'm fucking contractually obligated to do Spy Kids 3, eh? And they want me to do it in 3D. (laughs) Quentin goes, oh fuck, that sucks man. They just sit there high and Arcade comes on. I watched the entire, the whole 57 minutes of actual footage of Arcade. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Robert Rodriguez turns over and goes, 
Dude, do you have Sylvester Stallone's number? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just, hey, um, they also... just wrote his movie for him. Fuck. <laughs> can, can we also talk about the, the fact that you keep on talking about Quentin and Robert Rodriguez rolling over? It sounds like they were fucking each other while watching Arcade. <laughs> I would much rather be in a Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez sandwich than watch fucking Arcade. That's the best way to watch it, actually. It's the only way to watch it. (laughs) The only way to watch. Um, So do you think that, like, the Quentin Tarantino uh, sandwich would include some sort of, like, foot worship? Because I imagine the truth Yeah, absolutely. Tim guy. Roth is at the foot of the bed, and he's like, I've got an idea, fellas. And Quentin's like, keep rubbing those fuckers. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, can we talk about the weird dream in which her mom commits suicide in front oh, of her? The only, the only thing about this movie that is actually a horror movie, yes. That is really <laughs> fucking dark. Because she's like, see? Dying is great. And then she's like, eh, I guess I'll die too. And then she's like, surprise, motherfucker, I got an extra life. <laughs> God damn it, this movie. Um... Alright, does anybody have anything else to add? Are we really at like 15 minutes of, of discussing this movie? Like, fuck, we t- We've talked about it for 20 minutes! Alright, alright, that's fine. That's fine. Remember when we watched... Remember when we watched Stay Alive and it was a better movie than this? <laughs> well, it also is because our guest was a woman and she gave a great perspective on horror or on a video games. Because, you know, if it was if it was just the three of us being like, yeah, video games are cool, horror is cool, this movie sucked, it would be really lopsided. But having a lady's perspective is is definitely helpful for that oh, episode for sure. Is in Egypt now? Anyways, I'm fucking, I'm done, I'm done with this. <laughs> oh, and skateboard. Ralphie never rode a skateboard. That actor has no idea how you ride a skateboard. Because it was just him standing up straight. Why the camera moved like he was riding a skateboard, and he would duck like maybe every five seconds. Yeah, they, did, they really didn't do a whole lot to try and make it seem like he was dodging spikes. But who who wrote it better? Christmas Story Kid riding a fake sur- uh, skateboard in arcade, or the blonde kid in Airborne riding his surfboard? Uh, on his bed in air poking falling on his ass on a, on a skateboard in suburban commando <laughs> <laughs> man that's that actually brings it back to something we have discussed on this on this podcast all right <laughs> i think brian was there when i watched suburban commando for the podcast well i was you watched suburban commando you watched uh the other time i was home you watched i know what you did last summer so you're like hey do you want to be on the podcast and i'm like sure I like these movies. And then you said, watch Arcade. And here we are. <laughs> that, that seems like a great brother bamboozle right there. Like, I don't have a brother. But I feel like that's exactly the kind of shit I'd pull on him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold up. Hold up. Bukaki Gears of War. I don't see a connection. Also, gross. Well, I mean, every time you chainsaw them, your screen gets splattered. No, no, listen, 
Listen to me. This is me time. This is Shane O'Clock. It's, it's a number muncher with a fat dick. That's the sound of a reference going straight over our heads. Josh, um, what's your favorite hentai movie? Congratulations! Dun 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 Order place, yes, motherfucker. It's done. It's done! But they're a Japanese company, so maybe they don't really know, you know, what happened on September 11th. I'll be damned if some six-year-old from Tupelo, Mississippi is gonna outdo me on bakery desserts. Oh my gosh, Shane. No. That's just like your opinion, man. We're talking more about air conditioning than we've ever talked about games. Where can you get references like these with your weekly video game news? Only on the Geekscape Games Podcast. Join Shane, Josh, Derek, Juan, Carlos, Courtney, and Adam as they discuss the last week in video games. From news and previews to reviews and teardowns. Stick around, you might actually learn something. Um, so what did you guys watch this week? I didn't watch the one movie you told me to watch. I did watch a movie called Werewolves on Wheels. Which is very, very interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> because they weren't on wheels until the last minute of the film. <laughs> Would you suggest me watch the very end of this film? Because it is on YouTube in full. I mean, I watch the whole thing. I, I buy these shirts off this guy that does a lot of horror shirts. And I noticed when I was looking through my Shutter account that one of my shirt, the one with the werewolf on the motorcycle... Um, was the cover for it. So I watched it and it's not like arcade bed. Like it's terrible, but you're just like very confused the whole time waiting for something <laughs> to happen and nothing happens. And like to make the ending, cause I'm going to spoil alert for you. You don't have to watch the movie. They burn the werewolves alive because these motorcycle guys become werewolves. So they burn the few alive and then get away thinking that they're killed, but then the werewolves get on motorcycles and chase after them, which would be a surprise ending if the name of the movie wasn't Werewolves on Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I see it happening. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, these werewolves look like garbage. Man, this is bad. And there's, like, one of them is wearing a, a wedding dress or something? Yeah, one of them's a woman. One uh, of them's a but woman. why did she have a wedding dress on? Did they get married? No, like, I, it was, well, she, she got married to the devil. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 that is so <laughs> So they, they show up to a, um, there are these tough bikers, they show up to a satanic church and they start yelling at it, like, come snort coke with us, Satan was a direct line. Um, <laughs> and these monks come down, offer them these, uh, to drink out of a gauntlet, no questions asked, they were very trusting and just drank it. And then they passed out, and then the girl got married to the devil in this weird thing. They sacrifice a cat in it, and she's the actually the first werewolf. And then a few more come about. So, so how do you become a werewolf in this movie? Do you have to, like, stick your dick in the female werewolf, or...? They, they, they actually don't really say. Um, you have to marry Satan to be the main werewolf, and then some guys got killed, and then some guys just happen to be werewolves as well. Um, there was no, there was no point to it. There was, there was really no point to this movie. This is absolutely why I don't watch horror movies from the seventies anymore. Cause they're just, yeah. they're so stupid. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've probably seen all the ones that actually matter, like in the first year of watching horror movies, and then there's just a pile of garbage. Well, yeah. now I'm excited. <laughs> I got a... I got an interesting few weeks because since I got Arcade, in order to watch it, I got a seven-day free trial for Full Moon Pictures, um, which I guess after we stopped running those movies, they, it seems like they went to softcore porn. Yeah. Is that right? Because yeah. that's, that's what a lot of the movies are, or look like based on the covers, just porn. Well, uh, I know that Scott will tell you that you need to watch Seed People. Um. Uh, do I? I mean, Seed People is... Has been fun the two times I've watched it. Would I suggest it to a poor innocent soul like Brian? I mm, I don't know, man. I, I also feel like He's maybe neither poor nor innocent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if you watched Wes Craven's Swamp Thing and you wanted a sequel that wasn't Swamp Thing two, maybe Seed people, yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's absolutely going to happen on Horror Movie Night. I, it's it's on my list, actually. That, that I, and Shrieker are just guaranteed to happen one of these days. We need to do those Shrie- fucking back-to-back. <laughs> you know what I was very excited to see? I remember being a kid and watching Killjoy, and I said, man, I wish they made nine more of these. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, because I think they only made about five. <laughs> well, so Killjoy goes to hell, and then I, it seemed like there was one where he branches off, like Killjoy Circus. I don't know. There was a lot of are you sure you Are you sure you're not just talking about Jason? <laughs> no, it was, it was, I think that there is Killjoy goes to hell. How many Killjoy movies are there? Let's see. You Ask def- Siri. <laughs> you definitely have to do uh, all of the Puppet Master films while you have the time. Yes, absolutely. I did it last year. I don't regret no, don't, a second. No, of it. don't. Don't listen. To it. Don't do. Don't listen to these men. Do not <laughs> wait, listen to these men. Hey, wait. So there's four, but then there's also Killjoy Circus, Psycho Circus. So, oh there's my God, Matt, that's list. like totally up your alley, dude. So here's a fun fact, uh, Brian. You've seen Terror Firmer, right? I have. Okay, the dude who's like super into trauma films in Terror Firmer. Who like ends up being the hero of the movie? Uh-huh. He, he plays Killjoy in all of the movies after part one. That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, how about Scott or Adam? What did you guys watch this week? Uh, I'll I'll pop in here real quick. Um, so, hey guys, have I ever told you that I really dislike anime? No, you've never mentioned on the show. Okay, well, I mean, I know, I know this is a surprise, but I don't really like anime. Actually, I've, I've been pretty vocal about disliking anime my entire adult life. Um, I just got my, I got my fill when I was in like junior high watching Ghost in the Shell and all that stuff on on VHS. Um, but um, it's been a pretty tense month or two, just politically, and and I've needed to like kind of unwind before bed, uh, so. You know, Megan will go to sleep, and I'll stay up with my um, laptop next to me watching One Punch Man recently. Uh, have I? I've talked about that before, right? You mentioned you were. I've talked about it. Yes, Adam's definitely talked about it, and I think you said you were going to check it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm embarrassed that I like it and that I actually have watched the whole series one and a half times. <laughs> but it's. I think it's because it's kind of like good nature 
poking fun at how ridiculous anime is. I mean, and I also understand that that in 2017, the vast majority of anime is probably like tongue in cheek. It gets how ridiculous anime is and has been, and so it's kind of like meta anime. But this is like not annoyingly meta. I don't know. It's just like really. It's it's a good time. I don't know. It's just it kind of like scratches that itch of absurdity. Um, and it's light, and I can just kind of like let my brain turn off while I watch it and fall asleep. Well, it's just it. it the main thing that it pokes fun at, I think, is stuff like um, Dragon Ball Z, and and those arcs where it's like I have to be the best fighter ever. Because there's a lot of anime shows that that's that's the entire premise of the show is I have to be the best fighter ever. And our main character in this show is just like, well, yeah, I decided to be the best, so now I am. Yeah. And they're like, what? They're like, what's your secret? And he's like, a, a good workout regimen. Well, I think that he only came up with that. Didn't he only come up with that because the cyborg is like, please tell me what to do. And he's like, uh, 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 um, yeah, you need to work out every day. <laughs> no, he was like, I don't want to tell you my secret because like, I don't want to, I don't want to let out. And then he was just like, yeah, I do like a 10 K run. I do a lot of crunches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like that's he he became the greatest fighter in the world just simply because he was like, yeah, I I think I'm just going to become the greatest fighter in the world, and almost instantly becomes it just simply because he willed himself to do it, <laughs> which is like, which uh, is hilarious because you watch all these fight, you watch ten goddamn seasons of Dragon Ball where it's like it takes thirty episodes for them to power up one level and shit like that, and he's just like, nah, I'm 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 the best. Yeah, no, I still actually really like a lot of the time in the show is that it doesn't even show the punch. It's like he's he's one punch man, like all these monsters that just beat the shit out of all the other superheroes in, in the the nation that they live in. And it just like shows the wreckage afterwards for him. It's, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And I'm try, I, I turn to Megan and I go, you know, I'm watching One Punch Man again. Um, please don't judge me. She's like, why the fuck would I judge you for watching a cartoon? You've watched cartoons since I've known you. And, and I'm like, ah, but it's anime. She's like, who cares? Um, <clears throat> Adam, do you have anything to, uh, to talk about that you watched this week? Um, I sat down and watched all of Gangs of New York. Um. Like the movie? Yeah, like the movie. That movie and, rules. That's like a perfect movie. Yeah. When was the last time you guys watched that movie? Like six months ago. Uh, oh, I did watch The Departed not too long ago, so maybe that's where I'm getting this kind of like. But I just, I didn't, I don't know. It was just, it, it was Scorsese trying to be too like, look at all these historical facts about New York. Did you know that the fire departments used to fight each other? <laughs> I just didn't care. <laughs> I was like, can you fucking just let Daniel Day-Lewis do his goddamn thing? Please, let him on screen. I don't care about nothing else. Nothing else. Wait, wait, are, you, are you trying to tell me that your Irish heritage didn't have the gi most gigantic erection with Cameron Diaz's accent? Uh, that was the other part. That was pretty upsetting as well. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was like... She's like, well, I'm a fencer, and I, you know, I go down there and I... Was, uh, oh, I, so she's Australian? <laughs> yes. I speak right up on them aristocrats and I put my thumb up their ass and I take their <laughs> Shit like that. I was like, stop. Just stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> but um, it, I don't know. That, 
it's it's one of my less enjoyed Scorsese films. Now that I've rewatched it, if you would ask me before this rewatch, I'd be like, absolutely, that movie's fucking amazing. I'm pretty sure Andy watched it not too long ago, and me and him had a conversation about it where I was like, oh yeah, balls to the wall, that movie's fucking great. And then I watched all three three hours of it, and I was like, yeah, it was it was good. Hey, so, um, you know, the, the, the unsung hero of Gangs of New York, I, I truly, deeply believe this in the core of my being, in my soul even, I believe that the greatest asset that that movie had were the pants that Daniel Day-Lewis wore. Yeah, yeah, his whole outfit, his whole, his whole everything in that. He's so weird. And that's not even a New York accent. I don't even know what he's doing. <laughs> That's the most hammed up. Do you fucking... like my mutton now? <laughs> man, it was. He's just yelling. <laughs> yeah, he just yelled. He just drank my milkshake up, man. Oh, oh, so you've seen There Will Be Blood, right? Yes. You sat through that bullshit? No, I love that movie. What? Why? <laughs> because that movie's fucking amazing. Dude, my ro- that's my roommate's favorite movie, and I just feel like it's three hours of nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm with you, Brian. Like, it, it, I understand that it's it's a character study, but it is so incredibly boring. Oh, you guys don't need to start picking on me, man. I said it was Gangs New York was okay. <laughs> I didn't completely shit on it. But you can't have a title, There Will Be Blood, and just have it about looking for oil for three hours. Some blood with came out of that little kid's no ears at that one point. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Small deaf child did you just <laughs> <laughs> He can see. <laughs> Alright. Well, Adam, Adam, so you're are you really gonna rag on anyone for saying like, hey man, that kid didn't deserve that when you're the one who's cheering on every child deaf in the horror movies that we watch? <laughs> Yeah, this wasn't a horror movie, and that kid was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Scott. When I see you, you're getting one punch, man. (laughs) Um, All right, so I've got two quick ones. Um, Literally right before this, I watched the movie Eddie and the Cruisers for the first time. (laughs) Um, Man, that's 50s music, right? Like it's uh, it sounds like Bruce Springsteen, but it's supposed to take oh, place Bruce in the sixties. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Bruce Springsteen. But like, yeah, I've never watched it. I I've never watched it, but I've kept hearing it mentioned on a podcast that I listen to, and uh, every time they play the song, I'm like, wait, that song's from Eddie and the Cruisers. I thought it was a Bruce Springsteen song. So curiosity got the best of me, and uh, it was very very okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever watch it again, but I, I've seen it, and I've got a bunch of songs stuck in my head, so that's not so bad. And uh, just because he's a guest on the show, the other thing that I watched this week that I'm going to promote is the little weird online dating short that my brother uh, wrote and starred in. Um, Brian, where can people go and watch that shit? Uh, it is called, if you go on Pop Thieves Productions Facebook. I'm just doing Facebook right now. YouTube is too mean. Too anonymously mean. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't do face. I don't do YouTube. I don't do that Sahara thing. People in my life are so mean to my face. I don't want to give them something to hide behind. Well, I thought the video was really good. Whoever came up with that Thanks. twist is a true genius. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the fact that you helped me. I said, man, I need to find a segue. <laughs> And, and you said, why don't you do this? And you, you helped me with this segue. And then when you posted it on the podcast group, 
you said, my brother asked me for writing assistance, <laughs> although I didn't get any credit for it. Yeah, I read that part. I didn't, I haven't watched the video yet, but I definitely read that part and I was like, wow, that's kind of a mean, like, dick move, man. Like, I, I know you pretty well, but come on, give a look. Give credit to Chris, too. I've seen Matt in the back of a, like, a back of a production set and he sneezes real loud and gets caught on audio and he's like, I didn't get credited for bully work on this shit. <laughs> All right, so this was Arcade from 1993, I'm pretty sure, uh, as picked by Tony Gardner. Don't forget that you can always send us an email at hmnpodcast.com if you'd like to suggest movies for us to watch. We will be doing three listener appreciation selection weeks. Or months. So uh, this is the month of September. This is one of those three months. We're doing a bunch of these. Uh, so check that out. Visit our website at hmnpodcast.com if you want to find out all the different places that you can go and hang out with us. The biggest one being Facebook. And a special thanks to our guest, Brian Kelly, my brother. Go check out Pop Thieves Productions on Facebook and watch some of their weird sketch comedy and short films, including the online dating video, which I spoke of earlier. And... Tune in next week as we watch another one of the movies that one of you suggested to us. I think we're actually watching a decent movie. So that that could be fun. It's all uphill from here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>